0: welcome to scale school my friends i'm dan bolton and my purpose here is simple i want to help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger life gets better here we will be talking everything from getting clients keeping clients teams leadership but most importantly making scaling simple and fun again thanks so much for tuning in and i hope you get a ton out of today's episode what's up this is cross Leg content on the couch with Dan Bolton. Uh, I wanna tell you about how I just signed up with a coach and I've never seen his face. I don't know where he lives. I only know his first name and I'm not even sure it's his real first name. And yet I'm happily paying him a handsome amount to coach me through Voxer. But bigger than just that story, I wanna talk about how do you pick the coaches that you work with because you've probably worked with some absolute dud coaches or maybe they were great for someone else but they weren't for you and maybe you've worked with some people that are awesome but it feels like this hit or miss process and so hit or miss process and so I want to walk you through how I think about this as someone who's invested literally hundreds of thousands of dollars in courses, coaching, mastermind. And I have also wasted significant amounts of money. Like I'll never forget, being end of 2020, I had a significant problem in my business and I wasted $23,000 because I ignored the advice I'm about to give you here. So, a few weeks ago, I was following this Twitter account, and it's a Twitter account I've been following for months and months and months. It's anonymous. They have like an avatar as their Twitter uh, profile picture, which is not uncommon for you Twitter nerds out there. Obviously it's anonymous people. I can't even remember what it's called, but it's like, you know, the alias whole thing. And he's got 130,000 followers and he just absolutely tweets bangers. And it's not so much business advice as it's like wider life advice. And so, so many of us love his account, love learning from him. And so a few weeks ago I messaged him and I said, hey dude, do you do any consulting? And he's like, yep sales page has all the instructions. I said, great buying now, and here I am. And the experience so far has been amazing, but it's because even though I don't know his name, which is hilarious, right? I don't know where he lives. I don't really know anything about him. I didn't even know his age until last night, which blew me away. I follow these criteria to a T. And so if you're looking to hire a coach, there are four things you need to do and you need to ask yourself to make sure that you're actually making an investment that will not only pay off monetarily, but will be an enjoyable process. Okay, so number one, when you are hiring a coach, whether it's a health coach, whether it's a business coach, this is the first question you have to ask yourself. Do they solve the problem that I have? Now, this is really obvious, but this is what's really funny to me around uh, the way a lot of people hire coaches. They hire coaches without any clear problem they're trying to solve. Like I was talking to someone who used to work with me as a client and then I haven't seen them in a while. And I reached out, I said, how are you going? They're like, good. I'm in this program. I'm working with this coach. I'm doing this thing. And I'm still stuck. I'm still struggling. To be honest, I shouldn't have invested in any of them. And I said, oh, that's interesting. Like, Like, what are you focused on with those coaches? What problems are you trying to solve? And he said, oh, I'm not even really sure. I'm just like a coach junkie, right? And I was like, brother, let's have a chat, right? But it's funny to me because that's an extreme case, but there are so many people that see the sales page of a new course or they see this coach that's blowing up or this content creator that they're like obsessed with and they go, I should get coaching from that person. I should buy this course. The first question you have to ask yourself is what problem do I have? Like what problem do I wanna solve? And does this person explicitly say they solve this problem? So when I wasted $23,000 in 2020, firstly, that was a heck of a lot of money for me back then. And I was in New Zealand dollars and that was in USD. Like this was freaking a lot of money, but I didn't do my due diligence around what this program and this coach was actually trying to do. There was a problem that I had and there was the kind of topic that he was an expert in. And then there was the program that he had, which was not really for the problem that I wanted to solve. This sounds funny, and sounds silly, but your journey to finding the perfect coach for you starts with isolating the problem you're trying to get solved in the first place. That's number one. Number two, and the first two are obvious, the second two are maybe less obvious. Number two, they have a proven track record of helping people who are just like you. So this is really important. And and I wanna say from the outset, this doesn't mean you don't give people a shot who are just starting out. Because as coaches ourselves, right, as content creators, as creators of all kinds, people have to believe in us at some point, right? Before we have our first subscriber, there's some person who has to take the leap and believe in us. Hey, this might be worth sticking around for. Before we make any sales, there's gonna be someone who buys that first thing. So it doesn't mean you don't give people a chance, but there are three types of experts that you need to understand the differences between and you need to know which one you need based on the problem you're trying to solve. So there are three types of experts. There is a research expert, there is a results expert, and then there is the combination of the two, which is the role model expert. So let me break this down. The book Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill was not rich when he wrote it, He interviewed lots of rich people, compiled their ideas, and put a book together that's now one of the best-selling, most impactful books of all time. So that's clearly a great medium to help people is just simply through research. But what you need to understand is when you are hiring a coach, do you need someone who has done it or simply someone who knows how it can be done? Okay, that's the first question. Second thing is results. The results piece is obviously really crucial for most of the decisions that we're making. We're looking for a track record. That's why we look for things like case studies, testimonials. We're looking to see people who are like us, who have the problem that we have, uh, have previously been solved by this coach. And then the last piece is that role model, is that... If you can find someone who is the combination of research where they know what they're talking about and they've also done it in multiple fields with multiple different types of people, that's a very powerful place to find an alignment and a good sense of confidence that this person is likely to be able to help you in the way that you need help. But number two is very important. You need to feel confident that not only do they solve the problem that you have, but they've done it for people just like you. If you're a coach who's looking for Facebook ads, you might be able to find someone who is great at Facebook ads, but they've only worked with realtors, right? That doesn't mean they couldn't help someone like you it just means you're taking a gamble on whether or not it's going to work so this is why it's so important so the first two are really simple right you're trying to isolate the problem you have and figure out is this a problem that this person solves and the number two have they solved it for people just like me but this is where people stop and this is a huge mistake they go yep i need clients and this person coaches on how to get clients I need to lose weight and this person coaches on how to lose weight and they've done it for people like me look at these testimonials and these screenshots fantastic oftentimes if you answer those two questions correctly you might get an roi but you might not enjoy the process. And that's where the second two pieces come in. And this is where you don't just go from jumping from course to course or becoming a coach junkie like my friend I referred to earlier. This is where you actually go deep with coaches and mentors that serve you for not just weeks or months, but years. People that you could feel like you can journey with and they can take you from one level to the next and to the next and to the next. So number three is they share your values. So this is such a key thing thing to think about. A great filter for picking a coach is, does this person seem like the type of person I would want to spend my day off with, right? In Kiwi land, uh, I don't drink anymore, but getting beers is like commonplace. So the, the question would be, is this someone I would want to get a beer with? And when you ask that layer of question for the coach that you're trying to work with, you might realize that this person has the expertise, they have the track record, but actually we're really different. And we see the world different. And this person is willing to hustle and sacrifice to hit his goals, but I am married and have kids and actually my hustle days, my days of mindlessly hustling are behind me. That's not my value anymore. And so you might find a person that has the right strategy, but the wrong values, in which case that's probably not someone that you should work with, right? You need to have aligned values. Another extreme example is politics. I'm not suggesting you shouldn't work with people who have different political opinions than you, but... If your political positioning, your opinions are your identity, and you are about to work with someone who has the opposite political opinions, you need to understand that there might be a lot of friction. So it's not about working with people who are similar to you in every single way, who think exactly the way that you do. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is you have to consider who this person is as a human being, what they value, and do they value the things that you value, right? Number four, they are a core identity match. So there was this amazing video that I've watched from a great marketer called Frank Kern. It is old. It's on YouTube. It's got a few thousand views. It's pixelated as hell. And in that video, he talks about this idea of core identity marketing, that everyone has a shell identity around their life, right, it's the person they show up in the world as, and most often that is a mismatch for the core identity that they have, it is John who wakes up in the white picket fence home, he drives to the bank, he does his eight hours, he goes home, he cracks open a beer because he's like stressed out of his mind with the life that he doesn't love, he kind of hangs out with the kids, he goes to sleep and he repeats it, but deep down his core identity is John wants to be a rock star, that's who John actually deep down wants to become, right, and so you have a core identity as a human being. There is an innate calling, a sense of direction, uh, a clarity around the person you want to become. And one of the most powerful things you can ask yourself about a coach is, do I want to become more like this person? In other words, there feels like a a sense of connection between my core identity of who I am right now and their core identity of who they are. are. So if I spend more time with them and learn from them and grow with them, I'm going to lean and lean more into the person I'm supposed to be. So for me, I really deeply want to do two things, have an insane impact on the world and have a great relationship with my family. I'm unwilling to sacrifice one or the other. I'm fully committed to doing both. So the people that I want to work with either have family or are married, or at least hold those values that I value myself and have that core identity match. So quick recap, when picking your next coach, and the four questions I asked myself when picking this nameless, faceless, alias person on Twitter, is number one do they solve the problem that i have and that begs the question what is the problem you're trying to solve get super clear on that from the first moment everything else becomes easier number two do they have a proven track record of solving these problems for people just like me are they purely a research expert where everything's in theory or are they results and role model expert where i can see with my own eyes testimonials screenshots videos of people who have been where I am now and they've gone gone to where I want to go in my business or my life or my health. Number three, does this coach share your values? Do they share your worldview? Do they see things the way that you see things or the way you wish to see things, right? You don't just want to work with someone who you uh, think is smart, but you can't stand. You want to be able to work with someone who you feel like you could even spend your day off with. And then number four, You want to find someone who is a core identity match. If we're the average of the five people we hang out with the most, we become through osmosis like the people around us. There is probably no other role in our life like a coach that actually affects the person we're becoming. Because we're listening to hours of them talk in most cases, right? We're asking them questions, they say stuff, we do things and so you need to make sure that the person you're taking advice from the person you were that is leading you that you're following actually is the type of person you want to become more like you can't compartmentalize you can't say i want to learn from them just around this and then I'll ignore the fact that their life is a train wreck it doesn't really work like that you have to find alignment in all four of these things so crazy thing for me around hiring someone I don't know, but I've hired many people over the the course of the years. I've made many bad investments, but I'm making more and more good investments these days because I'm asking myself these four questions and looking at these four areas. So hopefully this is helpful for you and I'll catch you in another video. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt gonna be there. And you can just search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.